Hey y'all, glad to have you. This is Delve In, a podcast where I, a grown-up, have honest and fun, hopefully, conversations with middle schoolers. If you're in middle school, you can listen to these conversations and hopefully gain some insight about what other people your age are going through. And if you're not in middle school, uh, you might gain some insight as well. (laughs) So with that, let's delve in. Oh man, that's so cheesy. So today we are talking to Hazel, and she is 13 years old. Hi, Hazel. How are you? Hi. Good. How are you? I'm really, really good. Um, the weather's amazing outside, so it's really lifting my spirits lately. <laughs> yeah, it's been a lot better than it was all winter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I feel like the first like week or two of quarantine was like cold and rainy and super depressing. It did not make it better. But still, I mean, it's the best, cold weather is the best weather to be home in, because then you don't have to, like, Mm. worry about missing anything outside. Yeah, and now you got the added bonus of being like, dang, we could be doing some fun stuff right now. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I want to kick this off how I always do with our first little segment called Young Deal, Grown Deal. And so I'll explain how this works for anyone who might not know. Um, Essentially, you start by telling me something that is a thing for you um, as a person who is younger than me. And I'll tell you how um, familiar with it I am or not. And then I will flip the script and do the same for you, but with something um, in my world. Sound good? Mm-hmm. Cool. So what is your young deal? I have two younger siblings mm. in my house. <laughs> and they're just constantly everywhere. <laughs> and oh boy okay so how first of all I will say that I just personally don't have a younger sibling so I can't relate but also I feel like it makes a difference exactly how old they are as to how a much of a quote younger sibling issue this is so what are their ages 11 and 8 Ooh. okay so that's a good like five-year difference between the youngest one uh-huh. And uh-huh. <laughs> there, it's, yeah, sometimes it's nice, sometimes not so much. Mm-hmm. How does this affect your everyday life as opposed to if you didn't have younger siblings in your house? Well, I mean, if I didn't have younger siblings, it would be a lot quieter. There would be less stuff going on, just in general, just people running around the house trying to find things and figuring this out, and oh no, what's going on, I need to, just everything. <laughs> Do you ever find yourself just being like, guys, just chill out, calm down? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or we're trying to do something, and they start screaming or punching each other, or me, and... <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> And are you kind of just like over, I don't know if you ever were in this phase, but are you just over the punching phase at this point where you're like, guys, I've outgrown that? Yeah. Now it's mostly them who fight. Mm, is that entertaining at least? Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> um, well, my thing to add here, my grown thing that I wanted to talk about today to see if you're familiar with it, you probably are. But it might. Uh, what I love about this segment is that it shows kind of how different normal things affect um, people of different age groups. Mm-hmm. So mine is making small talk. 
Do you mean like you like making small talk or you don't? Well, personally, I don't. And I just think that it's a thing in the adult world that is so expected. Anytime you're in a social situation with people you know or don't know, it's like an expectation that you have to start every conversation with small talk first. Mm -hmm. Talking about the weather and what's going on in the news and whatever. Yeah, yeah. You can't just like launch into something deeper. Is this uh, is this relevant to your life at all, do you find? I mean, I find that sometimes when I'm talking to adults, we need to have entire conversations made of small talk because there's Whoa. not there's nothing really that we can relate to together like if they're an adult, but otherwise not really, not with people my own age. Wow, I am fascinated by this. Okay, because, you know, obviously I have a podcast talking to people your age, so I like having conversations with people of all ages. Um, But you're saying literally some adults just can't handle a deeper conversation than just surface-level things with you? Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes it's, like, every question's about how how my school day went and, like, like nice weather, like how we started this. Right. Well, yeah, exactly. Um, so this next part is kind of where I just want to ask you about what's going on in your life and just kind of chat about it for a little bit. All right. So one of the biggest things going on in my life right now is, so I do ballet. And oh, cool. recently, of course, we had to switch from doing it in the studio to doing it at home. But also, I'm switching studio. I might be switching studios soon. Um, and like lots of things going on in the ballet world that are kind of confusing and kind of anxiety inducing. Yeah. So how how is that doing ballet at home? I imagine it's difficult. It is because you're in a lot smaller of a space and you're doing a lot less because you don't have as much room and the teacher is going to give less corrections, obviously, because she can't see you as well. And it's it's a little bit awkward, too, because you really, sometimes you can't see, so you have to, like, crane your neck to look at the thing. It's just... Oh, and that, like, that affects your, you know, posture and your positions mm-hmm. and everything, too. Yeah. Are you on video chat with the whole class when you do it? Yeah. Um, we're usually on Zoom. Do you, do you do you use like fun backgrounds when you're on Zoom? <laughs> no. That'd be funny if you could just use like a ballet room, like a picture of a ballet room as a Zoom background, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretend you're holding the bar. Mm-hmm. So then, are you seeing like all the um, practice dance spaces of your classmates at the same time? Mm-hmm. I mean, Do you call them classmates? I guess so, yeah. Okay. Go on, what were you going to say? I guess, like, I usually have the teacher pinned to the screen, so I can only see that. Okay. And how she's dancing, but... Are there any, are there any like, redeemable aspects that you like about remote ballet classes? 
there's a lot less pressure because the other girls aren't watching me, I feel like. And also, I don't have to wear my uniform, leotard, and tights. I can wear whatever leotard I want and or leggings. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you just, like, make small little allowances for yourself. Mm-hmm. Or what if um, hair and put it up in some way that I wouldn't for class. Do you get in trouble if you don't wear the right things and wear your hair the right way in class? Um, We can pretty much wear our hair anyway, but... We have to wear a certain leotard for our level. Mm-hmm. And why do they let you wear different ones when you're at home, though? Because I don't know, really. I guess no one's really, um, we're not in the, st- I'm not sure, really. <laughs> Maybe they just feel bad. They're like, you know what? There's enough stress in, in the world right now as it is. <laughs> or whatever you want. to wear the right color leotard. Yeah. They're like, it's just not worth it, man. <laughs> How does the music work when you're doing at-home ballet lessons? Well, either the teacher plays it from their phone, from their kitchen, or living room, or wherever they're dancing, or um, one of my teachers still dances and teaches from the studio with a pianist. Oh, so you have a live pianist when you're at lessons? Yeah, at the studio that I'm dancing at currently. That is fancy. That's really cool. That's like um, that's like dancing at a Nordstrom when they have a piano player there. <laughs> um, do you like ballet? Yeah, I do. A lot. That's good. You're going to keep doing it? Yeah, definitely. Nice. Are you, do you want to be a professional ballerina? No, I do not. I, yeah, that's never been something I've wanted to do. Really. Ah, I like that you you still like it a lot as just a hobby, though. Yeah. That's great. It's like most of the people who play soccer in middle school aren't going to be professional <laughs> soccer players. Wow, the shade. The shade that you just threw at all those soccer players. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. I feel like any hobby someone picks up in middle school, it's likely not to be a profession. But I do feel like dance and like... Lots lots of the dancers, lots of dancers my age are already planning their professional career. Like Exactly. Because I feel like dance and song and, you know, theater and things like that, those are things you do have to start young. And so when you do, you're like, I might as well just continue this because I'm awesome. Because I started when I was three, you know. When did you start dancing? Uh, like really baby stuff at like two, like one of those tiny baby Mm -hmm. classes. Yeah, I think I was in one of those too. Most people, most people do. I'll be like, oh, do you dance? Yeah, I danced a little when I was three. Right. Um. Well, I think that's really great. I think it's a really, really, really important to have an outlet or a hobby that you just enjoy and you're like no pressure for the future I just like doing it Mm -hmm. I agree nice um well then I'm interested to hear this last part this is like my favorite part um to ask you what what are you passionate about right now what are you interested in right now um I've been crocheting doing a lot of crochet. That's awesome. Tell me more. 
I've crocheted a skirt for my sister's American Girl doll. Oh my gosh. Wait, wait, wait. Which American Girl doll is it? Rebecca. Rebecca. It used to be mine. And she has Rebecca and Samantha. Um, I had Samantha growing up. Yeah, so I crocheted a skirt for Rebecca and Samantha. Technically both of them. They, yeah. they can share it, yeah. Yeah. Um, Samantha would not share clothes, though. I have really? a feeling. I get that vibe from her. I don't know. <laughs> I never read her book. I read Rebecca's book. Ah, yeah. See, I don't know Rebecca. <laughs> I'll, have to, I'll have to look into that. <laughs> what, um, what does the skirt look like? Like, what color is it? It's blue with a green stripe. Near the bottom or the top or the middle? Near the bottom. That's cute. I cannot crochet. Um, I think I tried once. Um, what got you into that? Well, in fifth grade at my elementary school, we all had to crochet squares for a quilt that was, I guess, being made for homeless people. I'm mm-hmm. not entirely sure what the project was, but... Um, <laughs> you did it, though. Yeah, crochet. And... So I actually, I only picked it back up very recently, and yeah, I've also been crocheting bands to attach to the back of masks for medical workers. Oh my gosh, that's a great idea, because there's that elastic shortage in LA right now. Yeah, and I've been crocheting the band and then sewing buttons on the ends, so they can attach, the mask bands can attach to that. That's cool. Have you delivered any of those? Yeah, I've made like um, eight, nine. I just finished one while I was talking to you. Oh my gosh, multitasking. (laughs) I've delivered like eight so far. They're going to this clinic. I'm not exactly sure what it is, but my mom's friend, my brother's friend, mom, um, (laughs) she works at this medical clinic and... I've been making these bands for them. Wow, that is so cool. You, you're going to earn so much karma for doing that, let me tell you. <laughs> what um, what do you like about crocheting? It's just really soothing because it's really repetitive, so you can just do it and just you can just keep going. It's Yeah, the way it's repetitive, mm-hmm. I really love how soothing it can be. Yeah, definitely. Just, like, meditate while you're just, like, going in lines or however you do it. I'm assuming there's lines involved. Yeah, there are. You go back and forth in rows. Um, Yeah, but I can even, like, read while I do it. Really? That, that's a whole other level, woman. I'm someone who can read while doing anything. What's the craziest thing that you can read while doing? I mean... Crocheting, you... walking downstairs. Walking downstairs. Okay, that's pretty dangerous. Um, what about like going on a run? Could you take a book on a run? I would take an audio book on a run. Well, sure. <laughs> Anyone can do that. Let me see. Would you? No. <laughs> Unless I was like running down like a street, like a strip of cement with, I would know I wouldn't run. Like I would if I knew I wouldn't run into anything. Okay, that counts. There are certain streets where I know I won't run into anyone. Or like a tree. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Would you rather run into a person or a tree? I mean, (laughs) it depends on what person and what tree. Ooh, okay. 
Um, it's a big oak tree, and uh-huh. the person is your best friend. Oh, my best friend. Okay. Now the person is your principal. <laughs> okay. Um, and and we're talking like full on run into them like it hurts. Probably the tree. <laughs> so because I knew that after running into the tree, even if I had like a black eye, I could show my face at school again. Mmm. So it's really the embarrassment that you want to avoid here. Yeah. You don't think you'd be embarrassed running into a big old tree? I mean, it depends on how many people around. Like, is my principal around? Like, is that, did I swerve out of the way of the principal to to hit the tree? Ooh, great question. Is that what happened when they both coming? Well, okay, so in- let's add to this. Did I just turn around? <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> would you rather run into your principal with no one else around or run into a big oak tree with 30 people that you know watching you? Probably the principal. <laughs> nice. Ooh, social embarrassment is big for you. This is interesting. <laughs> I'm in seventh grade. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do remember that that time of life, and that's I agree. Uh, well, that was fun. I might add would you rather to the end of a lot of the episodes. <laughs> I like that. It was fun. Yeah, well, it was great talking to you. Thanks for taking the time to chat yeah. with me today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. <laughs> well, enjoy the rest of your day and um, good luck making the rest of the wardrobes for Rebecca and Samantha. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.